All right, guys, welcome to episode seven. Is it really a surprise? Self-reflection and pure self-honesty. So this episode now is going to be a lot more <clears throat> of just me sort of sharing my own my own thoughts and basically just some self-reflection of myself, but it's done in a way where it's almost like uh, verbal journaling, which is similar to the way that I did episode six as well when I made the latest episode of the podcast. So pretty much in the beginning when I was doing the episodes, I was very hell-bent on making sure that I was serving the listener and trying to provide value and just like, you know, create groundbreaking things and whatnot, but it was just, it was a bad way to go about it because it felt a bit unnatural. So these days I'm going more so for like a personal reflection style and it's almost like me just documenting my own journey, my own thoughts moving forward and then, you know, one day looking back as well. But based on the last episode, which was a similar format, people did mention that they, the feedback I received that they, you know, they enjoyed it. So that's, that's always a plus. So if someone can listen to this and get something out of it, I'm all for it. So pretty much this episode, looking to go for about 10, 15 minutes, keep it nice and short and just get straight into it. <clears throat> so basically... Is it really a surprise, this self-reflection and pure self-honesty is a topic that I, I thought about this morning. It was a very off-the-cuff sort of thing. I thought about it, came in, a few hours later, I started recording. So it's quite fresh in my mind of what I was thinking at the time. And it's come about based off, with everything going on in the world with you know the, the pandemic and whatnot, and obviously turbulent times in Melbourne and, and Victoria and just obviously it's a very big global thing but I think during times where it does seem quite unprecedented and there's a lot of negative things going on people are always asking like how you're going and what's happening and asking you know I guess how you are basically and what I find is I try and give people a pretty you know, pretty honest answer when I uh, answer things and I don't try and sugarcoat it or I don't try and downplay it. I try and keep it as neutral as possible. Obviously, that's my own personal take on it, but that's what I, I genuinely try and do. So people are occupied. If I'm, if I'm talking, you know, in a social setting and, and someone asks like how, how are things going with coaching and, you know, are we going okay? And they've heard that the industry was hit pretty hard, which it definitely has been. At the moment, I reply and I say, yeah, like we're not going too bad. I'm pretty happy with where we're at. <clears throat> and like I'm, I'm content with the position we're in. And often it gets like a, usually a surprise reaction to that sort of comment. And like I'm not trying to say it in like a, it's not about like an arrogant way or anything like that, but I'm just, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm basically where I expect us to be based on the current circumstances. Now, obviously, that's linked to like what your expectations and standards are for the for the thing you've got going on, whether it's your business, your fitness, your lifestyle, your health, your finances, your relationships, whatever it is in your life. <clears throat> and I guess everyone ultimately has their own personal standards for where they're at. So, what I met, so what when it, what it comes down to, what I'm trying to explain here is that I'm not surprised that we're in the position we're in, whether it be good, bad, ugly. Because I know that what we've done in the past has got us to this point now in this position, say, with like coaching and with gyms being shut and, you know, we're, we're pretty content at the moment. And gyms just reopened um, less than a week ago in Melbourne. 
which I think was like the fourth lockdown. But the same can be said as well for, say, fitness and injuries. And to give you, to paint both sides of the picture and not just think that um, everything's always sunshine and rainbows, but with, say, like injuries that I'm currently dealing with over the past six months, six to eight months, people have asked over the last few weeks, how are they going? Like, you know, how's the shoulder or the knee? Excuse me, sorry, my cough is playing up here. And they... I'll say like, oh, it's not too bad, but it's where I expect it to be. That's because I have not in the past allocated the amount of time and effort required to get it past the point where it's at right now or where it was, say, a few weeks ago. So I I think I just make that connection that there is often a direct link between the amount of input and the focus that's put into the task and the output on the other side. If... I was to stand there and say like, you know, oh, it's terrible, My, the injury's not getting any better, I'm doing all I can, but deep down I know that I'm probably not doing all that I can. That's probably being a bit, I guess, ingenuine or, or just um, dishonest <clears throat> in regards to the feedback, which everyone portrays himself however they want to, but I don't really, that's not really my thing in that, in that instance. So I guess what I'm, I'm saying in this episode is just, it's when you I think when you truly self-reflect and you, you're really honest with yourself, you look yourself in the mirror, and if the situation you're in right now is not what you actually genuinely want, I think asking yourself if you're actually doing the things that you know that are required to get you either closer towards your goal or to the spot where you want to be. Because most of the time I think people people know what they should be doing, what they need to be doing, but it's just a matter of whether they want to do it or not, and if it's I guess connected to their 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 deepest value or their highest priority in their life really so with the injury thing for myself I understood that the amount of effort that I was applying in certain areas with maybe say a lesser injury that wasn't too uh, debilitating I was okay with where it was at because I was still able to progress in the gym but I was just kind of I guess slightly impacted by it but I was I was more prepared to pour time into other avenues of my day and not spend an hour a day doing rehabilitation work combined with training. And I guess there's always just that that seesaw. You just you've got to just decide how you're gonna distribute your effort and focus across the board because you can't do it all at once, but you've got to be okay with where you put that effort and time in the future because if you know that you probably should be doing something towards your health or towards your finances or something like that or working more, but you're kind of just ignoring it. Usually it comes around bites in the ass later on. <clears throat> and like I just said before, it can go both ways in a positive and negative way. So same as when you see really successful people, whether it be sporting people, entertainment, musicians, uh, business, whatever it is, uh, you know, people who are happily married, not, most of that is not like a coincidence or it's not like an accident. Uh, from what I can see, obviously I'm not married, but happily married people put a lot of time and effort into their marriage and they're both on the same page with what they're doing to have the relationship they have same as someone who's good at a high a high-end sports person most of the time they didn't just get accidentally really good at sport and play at a pro level it was they, they, these things aren't accidents like it's time effort focus all allocated to the one thing to get better at and the same goes the other way or the negative way. Like if you know you should be doing something and you're not really getting the result you're after, either A, 
you don't really want the result. You just think you do and you're being, maybe being misled. Or secondly, you've just got to really knuckle down and do it. If it's, a, if it's like, say, like a health priority or something that could be quite, uh, might have high consequences later on down the track. <clears throat> so I guess we're always just balancing these priorities and stuff. So when I, if I can see in my own life that things aren't going necessarily correct, I'll have an honest assessment and go, shit, that's probably on me. Uh, have I been applying myself the way I should have been? And most of the time, the answer is no. And then it just comes to, uh, comes to a moment of understanding or being okay with either you're okay with that, cool, keep doing as is and stop worrying about it. Or secondly, do something about it and then start changing what you're doing to make that situation better. And like I said, I think everyone knows what the actual just say we'll just call it work or the activities and tasks required to get it done. I think everyone knows deep down what they should be doing. If you don't know, go and seek help from someone who's more experienced. Could be a coach, financial advisor, a better accountant, a relationship guru, marriage counselor, whatever it is. If you feel that you can uh, fast track the time and create a shortcut to bringing you close to your goal, I am a very big advocate of paying for the assistance if the assistance is worth it, of course, <clears throat> and it greatly uh, benefits you in the situation. So a lot of time when I speak to people and whatever, whatever the situation is, whether it's, it's, it's a negative or a positive or could be neutral, most of the time, like if a person, again, back to the injury thing, I, I have clients and they're like, look, my injury is not getting better. You know, this isn't really good. Um, I want it to get better sooner so I can do this. And I'll ask them, have you been doing the rehab work? Oh, I have been, but not that much. So they literally aren't doing the work that they know or they, they have been uh, directed to do, which then obviously opens a conversation where we, we have the conversation to say, look, if you are able to do this rehabilitation work, it'll get you closer to your outcome what you're trying to get, which is pain-free or reduce the injury down. But it's, it's sort of hard to stand there and have an argument for yourself if you're not actually doing the, the required steps to get better. And just to get close to wrapping this up, almost already done, because <clears throat> I haven't got much else to say today. I heard a quote a little while ago, and it's very true. In uh, that quote was, everyone is self-made, but only the successful will admit it. And when I pondered that quote, it, it's very true. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things involved with people who claim to be self-made. And I, I think that this is, this is a tough one. This is actually an interesting paradox that I've got. And the listeners, you listeners will probably think Jared's a bit cooked in the head. I'm a huge advocate of personal responsibility and taking responsibility on yourself and that you know no one's there to save you. Like your, your job is to look after yourself and then obviously if you need help, you reach out to people. But I also get as well that I think everyone who creates some kind of success or does better um, in, their, in their endeavors, whatever they're trying to pursue, it's always a team effort as well. And so I guess it's sort of, you could sort of say that no one is ultimately self-made, but I think um, I think having that mentality that no one is coming to save you is a great way to be, 
And I know personally that it's helped me a lot in times when if I had to wait around to try and get assistance, it would never have happened. So I think adopting that mentality is great, but then I think ultimately people down the line and especially before you maybe started your endeavours was that you had assistance somewhere. But it's true though, I think as well. Everyone is self-made, but only the successful will admit it. Now, the other side of that is that the people who um, say aren't successful in their chosen area of life will often point the finger or they'll argue their limitations and they'll say why they couldn't do it. They'll have excuses, they'll have this and that. And it's just two sides of the equation that's, that's interesting because, again, on that side, it's like some people are, some people are better off. They definitely have more ideal conditions living and growing up and, and that can play a role. But I think if you can try and just take personal responsibility um, from the moment you have that self-awareness to sort of, I guess, think like that, I think long-term you'll be better off. But that is it for today, guys. Probably just over 10 minutes. That's episode seven. Is it really a surprise? Self-reflection and pure self-honesty. And we're done.